Welcome to Hello Health Today, where health is a leadership strategy. I'm Dr. Carmen Mohan. We all need to find new sources for inspiration, and that's even more important when you've set a big goal you're trying to reach. That's why I reached out to one of my sources of inspiration, Tess Sabomahin Marshall. Tess is a race director and Atlanta running community leader. Tess has been organizing group runs, training teams, and road races since 2011 through her business, Running Nerds, LLC. An Indiana native and graduate of the University of Virginia, she has been in Atlanta since 2010 and currently resides in Southwest Atlanta. We talked about how the 2020 pivot is shaping our lives as black women and small business owners. You need to be ahead of the game and think about how you're going to make this happen in a creative and meaningful way. Adaptability and creativity have been key features as we lead. Being open to new ideas and being able to move forward with passion is a huge asset. You have to put in effort if you want to maintain a positive mindset when you're striving for big things. Hi, Tess. Welcome back to the show. Hey, Carmen. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm hanging in there. Last time we spoke, you were in the middle of transitioning the race uh, 5K and the half marathon, um, the event in Southwest Atlanta to a virtual event. And, you know, Hello Health Today was a proud sponsor of the race 2020. How do you feel it went? Oh, my goodness, Carmen. I, I'm still reeling over just the support and the way the running community rallied around that event. Like, you, you know how you kind of come up with an idea and you kind of wonder, like, I wonder if people are going to like this. I wonder what yeah, they're going to think. Absolutely, I do know that. I mean, feeling. it was from the time we announced the the pivot to the the actual week of the event. I mean, it was just it was beautiful. Like, I'm still when I think about it, I, I just kind of pat myself and my team on the back. Good, we really, good. We oh, did good. that, girl. We did that. <laughs> I'm so glad you are relishing very well-deserved um, positivity. I had such a good time with the race it, at all levels. So I want you to know I was out there with my whole family. Okay. Yes. So my husband ran his first half marathon. My girls went on their bicycles, and so it was our whole family completing our first family half marathon together. We all wore our shirts, and as we were we were all the way out on the Freedom Trail, we passed an entire group of racers yes. wearing their bibs, and everyone was like, "Oh hi!" As we maintained all this distance, like, between, yes. you know, it was like from like twenty feet away. We're like, "Hey." <laughs> yeah, I so think we, fun. I think we took over all the trails of Atlanta because yes, I heard we did. Uh, groups on Freedom Trail, Beltline. Um, there were the Michelle Obama Trail. We had a huge group out there. Um, I was on the, the southwest side at a, a little trail called Hi Lionel Hampton Park. We had a group out there. Silver Comet Trail. I mean, all of the major trails and thoroughfares you saw racers that, that morning. It was awesome. And we have a we have a metal wall at our house, so my girls are like, "This is my medal. The That's race right. medal is one of it. the best I've ever seen." Yes. And I've had a few, quite a few racing uh, medals myself, so yeah. I can tell you, like, mad props to the race medal. Yeah, it's getting tougher <laughs> to outdo the year before every year. So like, yeah. I, I stress out about it every year. Like, how are we going to do better than last year? Yeah. <laughs> the expo booth was really fun to put together. So just as a sponsor, trying to think through a digital expo booth was kind of 
I mean, that was really new. Um, we distributed the first season of Hello Health Today podcast um, in the race bags. Mm-hmm. And we also put in complimentary tickets to two of our workshops to try to make the digital running bags cool. What were some of the other things that got distributed to runners? Well, it was really, really interesting because um, the platform that we partnered with, um, Event Hub, they literally pivoted their entire company to this virtual expo space. Um, they were intent and initially going to help us with crafting our live expo. Like they had the, the, all the software and platform. You can place people, you can get people contracts, all that. So it was really um, new for everyone. It was new for the vendors. It was new for us. Um, and it was definitely new for just the, the participants, you know, having to sign in to a virtual expo. So with that said, I was really impressed with uh, what a lot of our um, partners and, and sponsors did, including um, what you just mentioned, you know, how you guys had those like digital offers. Uh, obviously, those uh, sponsors that had products, it was really easy for them to point people to their websites. A lot of people had like a huge uptick in, in sales on their on their direct websites. Um, we had definitely some great information sessions that were put together by partners like Citizens Trust Bank. Um, a new, we had a nutrition sponsor that did a couple of nutrition um, uh, panels throughout the day. So it was really cool. And I think this year, uh, we are definitely going to keep that virtual component of the expo um, because I think there's some value in that. Even if we are able to do something live, there's some value in being able to kind of go online and you know listen to a, a webinar or you know get that those those same deals that you can get at the expo online. So I'm excited to see yeah. what we can do this year. You know what was really cool about that test was. Everybody was going through hard times. Yes. And you said the the word of the year, which was pivot. And everyone's like, okay, how do I pivot? Um, with Hello Health, we, um, in the clinic space, you know, it was our first leap into telemedicine. So mm-hmm. at the same time all of this was going on, we absolutely had to reach our patients. So now that we've gotten really good at telemedicine. If you ask me, I'm like, we are the standard for how to do health and wellness in the telespace. Um, Watching you be like that too, watching you actually adapt and having everyone come together and chime in was really inspiring. And well, I want you to know, like, Carmen, I'm not so gonna, nice. I'm not going to let you act like you, you know, you don't know that you were one of the huge, you know, inspirations for me to think about how to pivot the race. You know, we had this conversation back in <laughs> May and you told me like, Tess, you got to start thinking about how you're going to pull this off. You know, we knew, we knew from the beginning that the race was going to happen in some form, but I right, was still absolutely. in May, I was still kind of in that, well, maybe, you know, the virus will be a little, uh, and you were the one that said, Tess, you need to be ahead of the game and think about how you're going to make this happen in a creative in meaningful way. And that conversation was the catalyst to us, you know, tapping into, you know, what are some people doing? What can we do that's different? We didn't want to just mail people a shirt and a medal and say, let us know how it went. Um, we wanted to engage in every way we possibly could. And, um, you know, I think that just, that go, I, I applaud all of us in these spaces that we, we're so used to that gathering and seeing people face to face. I mean, that's our business, you know? Um, But we figured out a way to make it work. And I think there's going to be some great carryover. Once we do get into the new normal, there's going to be some carryover that we can can use. 
Absolutely. I mean, I think what we got to see in action was an enhanced form of resiliency. So just going back to what I purport through the Hello Health system is if we continue to rely on only ourselves, we are not going to make it through these hard times. So thank you very much for acknowledging that I had reached out and I was like, you need to think about this. But you know what it was is I was coming back from my run that day and I was like, oh, I have a good idea for Tess. And, you know, so I just was reaching out with a good idea, one business owner to another. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's through that interaction that new visions come to life. And as you said, it's just so hard to, like, be confident at the beginning that what's new is going to actually work out. Yes. <laughs> so for small business owners like you and me, the business can feel like an extension of yourself. And as we've been saying, these are hard times for many business owners. How is Running Nerds faring? We're actually doing pretty well, Carmen. Um, I think I mentioned when we talked uh, last year, you know, one of the the blessings of my business is I'm, I'm pretty self-contained. Um, I, you know, we have a lot of the equipment, the infrastructure that we need in-house. I'm, I'm a single owner. I don't have employees. So, you know, fortunately, I didn't have to lay people off or, you know, there weren't people who were counting on me for their entire income. You know, we have contractors. We have contractors that work, um, work with us. And I didn't get an opportunity to, you know, hire some of my, my, my favorite partners this year, like I wanted to. Um, But, you know, we were able to keep things small and make small um, profits in some events some events we kind of broke even, but it was worth it to do it just because we want to keep our audience engaged. Um, and, and I think we're poised to 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 get through 2021 and farewell, and we will be ready for the big comeback in 2022. So Good. I have no complaints. You know, we have a great following, a great support network. And, you know, like I said, I, I'm, I'm just proud of, you know, how I've been able to manage running nerds over the years. You know, we have no debt. We have no... Um, we don't owe anybody anything. So, you know, and, and yes, I could bravo. I could have just said, you know what, we're just not going to do anything until this all rides out. But, you know, it was important to me to keep uh, running nerds and all of our activities top of mind to our, our audience and our community because they, they count on us, you know. I was recently asked what I thought the most important leadership quality is. And I said, I think the pandemic has taught us that the best leaders are adaptable. And you have adaptability in spades, Tess. How would you describe your leadership style, especially with your company running nerds? Well, definitely adaptability. I I would use that word. Um, And also just creativity. and, and also passion. So I think you combine those those three things and what's gonna result is you're not gonna do something that's outside of your, your wheelhouse or your expertise, right? And you're not gonna do something just because you think it's a good idea. You're always gonna, you know, talk to your, your audience, your trusted advisors. You know, there's some ideas that I've had that, you know, my, my good friends in the running community or fellow business owners are like, eh, you might want to back up off that. <laughs> and then there's also been, this has happened more so than not, things that I wasn't comfortable doing, but people told me, Tess, this is what people want and need, you know, i.e. a virtual event. Like, if you would have talked to me two years ago, I, I used to put on virtual races before they were a necessity. And we got out of that space because I was like, I want to be in, like, I want to see people and I want to, you know, it was cool, you know, being on social media and everything. 
So I, I was really um, inspired and pushed by a lot of my um, friends and colleagues to, to do these things and be creative. So I think those are uh, being you know open to new ideas and being able to, to move forward with passion is a huge asset I think I have. You know, at first I thought it might be a real big challenge for you last year because in your initial um, guesting on on this podcast, what you actually said was, my mission in life is to bring people together. That's actually what you actually said that like in quotes, right? And so it's really hard feeling together virtually. But somehow you've managed to add the warmth into the telespace, you know? So kudos. And I, I meant that when I said it, I still believe that. But like you said, we've had to figure out a way to do that differently. And, um, you know, let's not be, let's be honest, you know, there's still some people that we're probably not reaching. I'm sure you have patients that you're wondering, oh gosh, I I hope they're okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But the alternative of doing nothing is, is, that's just not an option. So um, we just have to continue to be those warm (laughs) people that, you know, are, are, our audience, patients, fans, followers, whatever you want to call them, look to. And I think people will, and I've said this before too, I don't know if I said it on your podcast, but people are going to remember the folks that, you know, stuck it out. You know, once once we get on the other side, they're going to remember the races that the race directors and organizations that still had little, little things going out, emails going out, activities. Maybe they don't participate. Maybe they're not comfortable coming to a, a group run or a mask, you know, uh, you know, everyone come with your mask event, but they're going to remember that you were doing those things throughout instead of waiting until it's all over and then coming out of your, your hole, you know? Right. Right. I, I hope so. It's, it's you and me out here. <laughs> <laughs> My big goal this year is to run the year. So uh, like run the year, two thousand twenty miles, twenty one miles. Goodness gracious! Don't forget the one. Uh, yeah, Can't don't. Fall short. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off to a great start. All right. I've completed more than one hundred sixty eight miles so far. Kudos. Uh, I haven't been having as much fun as I used to. So I've been looking around for some new ways to think and feel inspired. What I was doing on one of my runs as it was cold and wet and I was kind of just commiserating with myself, I was like, who are the most positive people I know? And your name was really high on my list. How do you keep such a positive frame of mind? Oh, Carmen, you know what it really is, is I, I really do take time for myself. And I mean, I've had some moments. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not like, you know, bubbly, happy every all the time. I have my moments. So um, but I think I do a good job of when I start to go down that road of, you know, feeling Oh, what's the point? Or is anybody listening? Does anybody hear me? Does anybody care? Da, da, da. I, I, I take a huge step back. Um, you know, my, my favorite self-care, and I actually have my little self-care strategies right here in front of me. Yeah, oh, good. And my these, favorite topic. Look, these, are the, these are the first four on the list. Eating, oh, good. eating, sleeping, watching a movie or binging a series and listening to a podcast. Like that's how All I. All right. All right. Yeah, that's how I, and, and I, I'm good about doing those things. Um, I remember uh, when we talked earlier last year, you talked about having those um, 
those self-care moments, like before you go to bed and when you wake up and I've tried to really stick to those routines. So the, the, the bottom line is I, tr- I try not to let myself go too far down a hole of, you know, negative thoughts. If I start to go down that road, I try to reset. And that, I think that helps. Um, and also understanding that people aren't expecting you to be on 24 seven. So like you said, you think of me as someone that's always positive. That's because when you do see me, I'm, I portray a positive, not that it's a front. You radiate positivity, yes, but, radiate it. <laughs> you know, I think it's okay for people to have downtime moments when they're like, I mean, uh, during, you know, November, that was a tough month for everybody. We had the political sure stuff, the pandemic was oh going crazy. The weather was starting to change for most of the country. And I mean, I had my moment where I was just like, I'm shutting it down. And you didn't hear anything from me, really, if you think about it, from like two, the first two, after the first two weeks of November, all the way through the holidays, I went radio silent. You and, did, didn't you? And it was you good. Did. It was really mm-hmm. good for me. And I was happy about it. And my new year really actually started on January 20th. That's how I started the new year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. So you're just getting started. Well, no wonder why yes. you're so positive. Oh, I'm pumped now. Girl, let me tell you, my whole attitude changed right after the inauguration. Like, I, I was worried. I was like, dang, I got to start doing something, start thinking about 2021. And I was just so pumped. It was like a new day, you know. It's a new dawn. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Mental training for athletes is a bigger piece of the game than I realized. What's your philosophy on the mental game in running? Well, I think similar to what I just said, you really have to be realistic about like, so you entered this 2021 goal. You know, I mean, you've run long enough. You know that everyone isn't going to be zen, easy, you're not going to be excited about every run. I mean, a marathon training cycle is typically 18 to 22 weeks, depending on, uh, you know, what you want to do. And, and for me, it's 30 weeks. Yeah, I do a 30 week you do a 30 marathon. Weeks. So yeah. you, you know, going into a marathon training program that there are going to be some tough, we just don't know which weeks it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, you know that there's a possibility for injury. You know that there's a possibility for, you know, life, you know, coming in and interrupting so I think you go into the first step is kind of going into the goal with understanding that it's going to be bumpy and rocky and be ready to be okay with that. Uh, and then, like you said, just coming up with kind of new thing, run different routes, um, have different things you listen to. You know, I, I wore out playlists when I first started running and then I started listening to podcasts when I run and I love listening to podcasts because I, there's like certain podcasts that I can remember exactly where I was when I heard a certain part of it. Oh, cool. And it brings That's up memory. Cool. Um, I get a lot of work done when I'm running, you know, in my mind. Um, so just yes. figuring out new ways to make your run meaning, especially those long runs. The short ones are, you know, easy. You know, three miles is like, <laughs> ah, go out there, not even thinking, get three miles done. But those like five and up, you got to have a game plan when you go out there. <laughs> you know, I was I was uh, whining to my sister on the phone, and she said, "Carmen, you need to listen to more hip hop." <laughs> yeah, now you know you do have to have the playlist that just cusses you out and yells at you and does not let you. You got to have that playlist. Don't don't get me wrong. It I, works. It I'm works not really listening well. To podcast for the whole. If I do like a, a two-hour run, it's a good mix of those types of songs. You know, so yeah. This is a good time for us to take a short break. 
When we return, we'll be talking about how to maintain motivation, the mental game in reaching health goals, and of course, my favorite topic, good self-care. The Hello Health Clinic now offers one-time consultations through video visits. Our most popular is the Lifestyle Assessment, which is a 360-degree picture of your health and well-being across eight dimensions. Get started today. Visit our website at hellohealthclinic.com. Tess, I've been using the running app you introduced me to, Charge Running. It's really great for maintaining motivation, even though I want them to start playing a lot more hip-hop. How did you become aware of Charge? Uh, well, Charge, um, it's been a blessing, Charge Running. Um, I was on a, uh, a panel of fitness and wellness people in the Atlanta area with one of the coaches, um, Betsy, Coach Betsy. She's one of my favorite oh, coaches. Great. And, I've run with um, Coach Betsy. Oh, she's she's my favorite. Shout out um, to Betsy. Shout out to <laughs> Betsy. So um, I was on a panel with her. I was t- on the panel to talk about some of the things that Running Nerds was doing to pivot. We, this was around April of last year. And Betsy was on there and she was talking about this app where you could get on and run with people all over the world. And so after the panel, I messaged her. I was like, oh, this sounds really cool. I would love to learn more. So she sent me a link to the two-week free trial. And I got on there and I listened. I think I jumped into a run, a regular run. Um, like a, so they have the re- weekly runs that you can jump into pretty much seven days a week, every hour on the hour, there's a run. Um, and I was like, this is so cool. And the first time I heard my name, like that's when you're hooked, when you hear someone say your actual name. So it's not like you're running virtually and the coach is just talking to, to anyone you're running and you, the coach can actually see you or your name and your little, little tracking. Um, so that was great. And then I, I did one of their races. I did one of the races um, in the app. It was a half marathon. I think it was the wash your hands half marathon. (laughs) They're so funny. funny. (laughs) Um, They were getting real creative during that time. And so I went out and ran my own half marathon course. I think I started from my house and I was like, this is really cool. And same thing, you know, they're in there, they're telling you what your pace is, um, your distance, how you're faring. You can, you can actually look at the app and, and you can chat in the app with other runners I just thought it was the coolest thing. And then I learned of how um, we could partner with them to actually put on running events. So we actually hosted a couple of um, half marathon. We did, um, the race was actually hosted on the So I app. ran it. That's how yes. I ran it. Yeah. And through the I'm app. telling mm-hmm. you, people were, I mean, that added another level. As to my knowledge, um, I think Jeff Galloway hosted his half marathon. I on ran there. his. I did. But I ran the 13. We're the only two, mm-hmm. like, I'll call us a major marathon, half marathon. Um, that that were on the app. And um, I mean, I, I hope that other people catch wind, but I love the fact that we were the first like, kind of big race to kind of it utilize. was huge. Yeah. It was huge. Yeah. Um, so again, you know, that, that was kind of my introduction. I've been a member of Charge. And just recently, I um, have actually joined the coaching staff. So okay, so I've seen your wonderful face on the app. Yes. And okay, I have to confess, I often run with Coach Casey and Coach Rory because of when they like, yes. you know, like during, schedule. But OK, but I've seen you. OK, so I'm so excited that you're coaching. Yes. Yay, that's amazing. So I, it was kind of funny because I actually interviewed and inquired last year, but they were they weren't looking, you know, for new coaches. They had a full staff. 
Um, but Betsy and I have maintained, you know, communication. Um, she lives, Betsy's actually from the Atlanta area, so she's local. Um, but side note, I just met her in person for the first time, though, yeah. like two weeks ago. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they've, they've kind of always kept me top of mind. I've been on their um, YouTube show. Um, I think they really just enjoyed, you know, what I was bringing to the table from a membership standpoint, because obviously I was exposing charge to a lot more African-American runners and black runners. It's really um, made a difference it, uh, in the yeah. groups. Mm-hmm. So um, when they went, uh, started uh, looking for coaches again, my name came back up and, you know, I, I interviewed, I think, again, back in November. And it was one of those things where it's just like right time, perfect timing, um, you know, going into 2021 and, you know, us being kind of on a still on a slowdown for race events. And uh, I have really enjoyed it. It's been a lot of fun um, and uh, excited to see what, you know, what you can do in there as well. I think you you jumped into one of my runs. I tried. I tried, but um, I I got mommed. Yeah. So I had to jump back out. (laughs) I was trying to run with you before um, I got to interview you, but it just wasn't in the cards, Tess. So it's it's coming, though. Yeah, I do do a lot of the afternoon runs and then I do some mornings on the weekends. So, but yeah, it's been fun. um, there must be some big differences between coaching in person and coaching online. What do you like most about virtual coaching? Um, well, the, I'll say the similarities are in the, the charge community. They're very engaging. Um, they give you a lot of good feedback. So I think that helps. This is how I'll, I'll equate it. Um, and I've, I've never been a, a stand-up comedian or anything like that. But I could imagine like if you're a comedian and you're literally – giving your jokes and there's no one in the audience you can't really gauge if you're funny because people aren't laughing or you know so it's kind of like that where you're giving your all you know you're saying good things and playing great music and you know giving them a great workout but the only way that you know that somebody's actually listening (laughs) is if they comment in the chat and i mean when i'm running i don't have my phone out the whole time chatting i'll put something in there before and then maybe at the end. Um, so that's kind of how it feels. But but the people do give, the, the, the athletes do give you good feedback, especially at the end. Um, so you kind of have, you got to wait for, it's like delayed gratification. You know, that's <laughs> Where interesting. When you're coaching in person, you know, you're going to get the yeah. grunts and groans and the questions as it's going on. <laughs> it's the same thing happens to me when I'm workshop facilitating, especially on Zoom, because yeah. you have no idea. It's just you looking at the camera, believing that this is resonating, but you don't get like immediate feedback at all. So you never know how it goes. And so I actually was aware of that. So while I'm walking, you know how we get walk breaks in the app. Mm -hmm. So when I get the walk break, I always try to like say something to the coach. Right. But um, I can't tell if I'm being annoying or if y'all like it. So now I know I'll I'll keep going. No, we definitely (laughs) like to hear. um, There's some people who who are more chatty than others. Um, But yeah, it's definitely you can't over communicate to the coaches. I'll tell you that. I'm sure they would all agree with that. <laughs> you know what I've been wondering, though, Tess? How do y'all choose the soundtrack? Okay, because like running and music means a lot to me. And mm-hmm. I actually really appreciate not having to choose the running music. Mm-hmm. So how do, what happens? Do you, can you give us a peek behind the curtain? Yeah, we, we all have our own playlist. So I create my own playlist. So it's really just dependent awesome. on, the, on the, the coach and their music taste. Wait, and a do lot you of, create your own playlist or yep, does Malik, cre- Malik create your playlist? 
Oh yeah, huh? my husband. Yeah, Malakika's. Uh, he he's helped me out with some playlists. But, <laughs> well, I'm, getting, I'm getting pretty good at it though. You are. Yeah, I'm getting pretty good at it. So um, yeah, but uh, you know, and, and each coach has at least one. Some of them more themed runs every week. So those have been really fun. I've been doing a theme run every Friday. So I've done um, I've done a Jackson's themed run. Oh, fun. homage to my hometown. I'm from Gary, Indiana. We did uh, Beyonce. You know, I had to do Beyonce like right away. Beyonce theme run. And one of my coach MOs, if you jump into a coach test run, there will always be at least one Beyonce in every workout, unless (laughs) unless it's a theme run that does not include Beyonce. Um, But she pretty much covers all genres. So, you know. So, yeah, but that's the the main thing. So this will probably excite you, Carmen. There are a couple of new features that are coming out on the app very soon for the members. So one of them is that you are going to have the ability to play your own music during a run. So if if you get into a run and maybe the vibe isn't exactly what you want it, you got a couple go-to playlists and you'll still be able to hear the coach. Obviously, the timing That's won't cool. be as, as accurate, Very cool. but you'll still be able to run, listen to your own music while you're doing the run. Everything, all the the information, the feedback is still going to pop up. The chat's still going to work. But the coach will be a voice over your music. So I wow. think that's something that, I like it. Yeah, that's, that's ooh, look at that. That's going to be so cool. Yeah, so <laughs> that's coming up pretty soon. We, we actually tested it out a couple of days ago, and it, it's really neat. It's yeah. neat. Okay. You know, I, I'm going to start bothering you behind the scenes and being like, okay, can I have your soundtrack? Because I don't yeah, know what I want to listen to. <laughs> I'm, on, um, I'm on Apple Music and Tidal. So okay. if you have Tidal, okay, yeah. it's really easy to share on Tidal. That's amazing. See what I mean, guys? Inspiration. It comes <laughs> from other people. You, you don't have to do all your positive thinking on your own. You just have to join the Charge app and That's get right. on Tess's uh, schedule. So when, when can we come get onto your coaching like when do we get to be part of your coaching schedule do you have yeah, a standardized so way it's, okay. it's a monthly schedule um so right now i'm coaching on mondays at from and these are all eastern standard time i know you got an na- international audience so we gotta <laughs> um i'm coaching on mondays from 12 to 2 and and when i say 12 to 2 that's two runs so every hour at the top of the hour a new run starts uh tuesdays i coach from two to five um, and then Fridays, I coach two to five. And then on Saturdays, my standing time is 11.45 and 12.45. But um, we uh, rotate weekends. So you might see me right, on a Sunday right. sometimes. Um, and then we also you know, have the ability to help each other out. And also we can do races as well. So I've done a couple of race events so far in the app. So it's a lot of fun. So that'll be my schedule for February. I don't know if it'll change, change up in March. But when you log into the app, you're able to see the schedule for about three weeks out. And actually, you can actually click on the trainer name and it, just my schedule will pop up. Um, but we got some great coaches. You know, I'll shout out, you know, a couple of coaches there. Some of, uh, They're all great. Some they're of my favorites, great. like I said, I love Betsy. I love Coach Laura. And um, we have an, another new coach, Donovan. Have you jumped into one of I have. I ran with Donovan is, maybe awesome. last weekend. I love his – his voice is good. Tell yeah. Donovan I like his voice. He's Never mind, I'll energy. tell him on the chat. Yeah, he's got great <laughs> but energy Actually, too. so I, I always shout out to Coach Casey because he's always yeah. there when I need him because he's like, he fits drops right into my the yep. schedule that I have like in my busy days. And his run to the barn is by far my favorite thing yes. to do. It's awesome. It's very and, meditative and like – like he's got this whole thing about the distance. And- yeah, he's good. 
And a shout out to Coach Casey because he's the one that taught me everything. Like all the really? technicals. Like he he was my my coach basically as a charge coach. Uh, yeah, he's but, yeah, he's got he's this great. like some sort of way of projecting energy through his yeah. voice that I'm I'm really using to help me with my mental game. Yeah, yeah. all the coaches are great, but like I said, it's just like a personal trainer. You gotta you'll you'll have some that resonate with you a little bit more than others. For me, like you said, it's music and voice. The voice really does make a difference. Well, Tess, it's time for our action steps for today. What should a small business owner who is growing uh, do to take good care of herself while she's adapting to this rapid pace of change? Carmen, I would say, you know, the, the big thing is having, I'll start with this having good people around you and good mentors and advisors. I mean, that's huge. Um, I, I feel very fortunate that I have people like you that I can call or text or, you know, send a, a quick little, hey, what are you doing in these situations? And we're not in the same exact business, but small business and, you know, being a, 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 a woman business owner and being a black woman business owner, there, there comes a lot of similarities in there. So having, you know, people that you can turn to, to get good advice, and then I think really just staying in your wheelhouse. Um, you know, I would never discourage anyone from trying anything radical or new, but, you know, make sure if you're doing something that's new, that it's something that is, um, I guess, needed and wanted and not just something that you think is a good idea. Does that make sense? It does. It does. Staying think, close yeah. to the voice of the customer Exactly. It's really important. And listening then, to then, the customer. Yeah. Yeah. Especially hard if um, you can't get the bounce back immediately because everything's virtual, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the, that self-care, I mean, it's a, been a buzzword this last year or so, but I think it's a good thing that it's becoming more, it, it, I think it's a good thing that it is a buzzword because it needed to be more in the forefront. I, I don't know statistics, but I am certain that p- more people are researching what their employers are offering for, you know, mental health and um, being able to get counseling and things of that nature. I'm sure that, you know, those podcasts and uh, apps, the, uh, what's the one, um, the OM app and the Calm uh-huh, app, sure, probably, uh-huh. they probably have been blowing up during this last, <laughs> you know, um, I get an email at least once a day from somebody's fitness, something saying, you know, do a, a one month free trial. And I signed up for all of them. I have Peloton. I got uh, Mosa. I've got, <laughs> um, I think I did everybody's boot camp free trials. So, <laughs> you know, just finding, you know, different ways to keep yourself level because, you know, these are definitely, these are tough times and I'm not even claiming to really be struggling. So yes. I can only mm-hmm. imagine with someone who is facing like losing their brick and mortar or customers just aren't coming in because, you know, I don't need to spend $50 a, a month on pastries and coffee like I used to on my way to work. So right, like, right. I can only imagine what, what those business owners and their situations are like. So you got to find that balance. So we're going to leave those great suggestions in the show notes. Um, Tess, give us a sneak peek into what we should be on the lookout about you this year. Uh, yeah, so of course we talked about the race at the beginning, and we have opened registration for the race 2021. We're very I'm excited. I'm gonna sign up. I'll sign up. Yes, get the whole family. You know, they got to get the that, whole family is gonna sign up. That yep. medal again. Um, so yeah, the race 2021. We're gonna be focusing on unity this year. That's gonna be our theme. 
we opened registration on Black Friday per tradition. And we've already gotten about 300 runners and walkers. Congratulations. And and the thing that's special about that that 300 is that they signed up with the uh, understanding that we don't know what 2021 is going to look like. We don't know if it's going to be 100% virtual. We don't know if we're going to have a hybrid opportunity where we can have like a small field in person and then the rest virtual. But what they do know is that we can pull it off no matter how we're able to do it. So that's exciting. So we're building up uh, momentum for the race. And then uh, on the running nerd side, as, as you remember, we put on running events all throughout the year in the metro Atlanta area. So the first half of the year, we're really going to be focusing on our group run series. We've been able to put together a model where we can do small group runs of like 25 to 50 people, depending on our venue, um, have opportunity for people to sign up, check in, touchless run socially distance. And then our partners have been places like breweries and large venues that will say, hey, you know, you can come and have a free beer or a free appetizer, whatever. Um, And so the the participants are on in in that um, venues um, uh, uh, COVID practices. So a lot of these places have great um, space where they can spread out, have tables, touchless um, ordering. So we're really going to try to, you know, keep the community engaged with some events like that. And then hopefully, fingers crossed, you know, the last quarter of the year, maybe put on a couple of events, including the race. So that's the goal. Wow. And I'm excited about wow. it. It's going to be fun. Continuing. Adaptability. It's the word of the year. The new word is adaptability. Yes. Yeah. And, and creativity. <laughs> and creativity. And yes. you're doing so well. Thank you so much for your time today, for being on the show yet again. I am so privileged to have inspirational sources like you and whatever I can do to support your effort, you know that I got your back. Thank you, Carmen. It's going to be a fun year. We'll look back on, on this year. 2020 was the setup <laughs> to, the, to the comeback and then 2022, just watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Before we sign off, I just wanted to thank everyone who rated and reviewed the show last week. We so appreciate your support. Tess and I were just talking about how it is really hard to talk to an audience you're not sure is listening, and it just means so much when you rate and review. If you're searching for Hello Health today in your podcast lineup, smush the words hello and health together without leaving a space. We should come right up. Subscribe now so Hello Health today drops automatically into your feed. Until next time, remember, today is good. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Because I am a medical doctor, it's important for me to tell you that nothing I say here in this podcast can substitute for your doctor's advice. My lawyers make me say the same thing this way. The contents of this podcast are neither intended nor implied to be relied on for medical diagnosis, care, or treatment concerning any individual. Under no circumstances does this podcast create a physician-patient relationship, nor does it constitute engagement in the practice of medicine or the provision of any healthcare service to an individual patient. This podcast should not be used as a substitute for professional diagnosis and treatment. Consult a healthcare provider before making any healthcare decisions or to obtain guidance about any medical conditions. The producers of this podcast expressly disclaimed responsibility and shall have no liability for any damages, loss, injury, or liability whatsoever suffered as a result of reliance on the information contained in this podcast.